Hello, friends. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that Christmas is almost here, right? Like, what the heck? Next, it's New Year's Eve, and I'm just not ready for 2019 to be over. <sighs> Even though, like, I've been already writing and thinking about 2020 so hard. Um, but damn, at the same time, I'm just so not ready for it to be over. But it's coming. It's coming fast and furious. <laughs> so friends if you listened to last week's episode did you take me up on my dare hmm <laughs> the dare was to change your mindset when it comes to hanging out with people that really grind your gears well if you haven't after you listen to this one go back an episode and listen to that too um but today i wanted to talk to you about the other side of the spectrum and how I really cultivate mindful relationships. So how to create space for another person and really make it a place that charges you up and lights you up and makes you crinkle your nose smile and make you think about life differently and just to have that space of love. I keep talking about how to be love and yeah that's what I want to talk about today. So I figure what a way to end 2019, but to take a look back at our love, Brene Brown. (laughs) She has this great outlook when it comes to relationships and with humans in general and the best way to create connection and empathy really. And it's being uh, generous. It's all about being generous about your thoughts when it comes to other people. Because like I teach, right, Um, all of your feelings start with your thoughts. And so that's where we got to start, right? And so, again, it's being really generous about that. So she has this acronym about relationships that I've been using for years. That's a really great reminder. And it's to think big about people. So the acronym BIG as B-I-G is how she explains it. So B is for boundaries. And again, I talk about boundary setting in last week's episode. So again, just another reason to listen if you haven't already. But she explains it as boundaries need to be set in place to make sure that I stay within my integrity and make the most generous assumption about them. So I just love this acronym again, BIG. So boundaries, integrity, generous. And it really does help me when I think of my relationships, not just with the hard relationships, but with the good ones too. So starting like with most things, it's gonna be with kindness, right? And really it's mostly kindness to yourself which I know sounds a bit backwards when I'm talking about relationships with other people, but take a second to breathe that in, right? Because really it always just starts with you. Everything starts with you. So over six years ago, I would say, um, was when I was introduced to the five love languages by one of my therapists. And um, I was so intrigued uh, during that session with her and it was part of my homework to do the quiz so I went home right away and I did it (laughs) do you know your own love language do you know what I'm talking about have you heard of this if not I'll give you the Coles notes version and um we'll actually also link the quiz in the show notes so you can take the quiz from there and 
it's really interesting too because they've updated their website and now there's a teen version of the quiz which I'm really excited about um, and I'm gonna make my kids do that right away <laughs> so the five love languages are based on the study and research that there are five main love languages and those tell you how you like to receive love but also how you prefer to give love and just even thinking about that was really mind-bending for me again when I was first learning about this I didn't I thought there was only one way to give love and I didn't even think of how I wanted to receive love like that was crazy to me so the five are gifts acts of service words of affirmation quality time and touch so I think about a couple and just picture two people right um one of them their love language is that of gifts so giving gifts but the other person's preferred love language is words of affirmation so this one person is going to be surrounded by gifts but also feel frustrated as fuck because sure they could be surrounded by lots of pretty things and gifts <laughs> But when all they want to hear is, and I love you, I care about you, you're important to me, I enjoy spending time with you, right? Like it's going to, that those gifts are going to fall on deaf ears in a way, right? And again, it's just going to be frustration instead of love, which is so interesting. So in order for a relationship to include two-way communication, that also means understanding how each other talk right and really what's also not being said at the same time and really again how to communicate love is a great place to start and this is for any type of relationship right not just with a partner so my number one way to receive love is quality time and I think about my coaching clients and this is why I always insist that we meet over meals or over coffee or go for a walk any way that we can have face-to-face -face time is how I want them to know that I appreciate them as a human and I really appreciate their time and that's how I want them to know that I um that's how I want them to know and feel the connection with me but it's also interesting because my number one way to give love is through gifts. And so it's funny, again, <laughs> that's also why I think of that example I gave earlier. But I love to really think of a person and what they would enjoy, what they would be surprised by. Um, and I take mental notes when I have conversations with people of things that again that maybe they said that they were curious of or that they really enjoy and then being able to see their face when they open that gift ugh, I love it so so much so it's interesting again that the way that I give love is different than the way that I receive love right and I know I talked about quality time for receiving love, but it also sounds like how I want to give love, but at the same time, no, it's like how I, again, feel that connection with another person is by spending time with them. And thank God for the internet, am I right? Because now we also have video chat and like, 
dude, even just a good phone call, like an old school phone call that takes like an hour and a half, just bonding with a friend, right? (sighs) So great. So when I started dating my partner, I sent him this quiz and it was great because we both got quality time as our number one way to receive love. And again, it made me excited because we were on the same page with this and we would take so many road trips together we would spend time outside together we would just hang but then especially after we moved in together i started forgetting that quality time was how we both needed to receive love and because we were together just all the time right i was spending time with him at home and uh, everywhere else (laughs) but And it was hard because when I would get home from the office, I would be on my phone doing coaching work and catching up on social media, right? Sound familiar? Anybody out there? And he would literally have to put his hand over my phone and then just put it down and be like, hello, I'm here too, right? And he had to remind me that time together, just sitting and hanging isn't always quality time and it's just the time we're spending. And so we're missing the quality part of it all. And to be honest, I'm (laughs) not proud to say, but like this even just happened just last week. And I think it's also just with the holidays and again, like talking to friends and people that aren't in town, just wanting to connect with those people as well, that I was missing the love potential time (laughs) when we were together. So I had to become more mindful of those things. And so how can not just me but how can you show love for someone um, in those moments when you're together right it means putting down the phone more it means asking meaningful questions it means listening right when spending time isn't just enough and now we both know that but sometimes we both need reminders too so be vulnerable right talk with each other talk about what triggers you what really lights you up and what you need when you feel unsafe and at the same time what makes you feel safe i always think about right as an overthinker we spend a lot of times in our head but and like creating scenarios that might not even exist and so for me sometimes i just need to sit and process and then brain dump out loud, right? And like kind of talk myself out of it. And it's nice to know that that's what I need, but then also what a partner, a friend, a kid needs as well. And it's a great thing to know for each other. So when you find yourselves in disagreement even, remember to have loving conversations where you're not focused on blame, but more of the type of support that you need and then adjust based on what your partner needs as well. So partner, kid, you know, (laughs) remember that it's not ever anybody else's responsibility to make you feel any sort of way. So it's not their job to make you feel happy or loved or excited or whatever you're looking for. Your feelings are only created by your thoughts, so they can never take up the spot in your brain even though we try to stuff them in there. (laughs) This is also why finding Mr. Right isn't enough, right? It's not their job to make you happy. That's only up to you. And I say Mr. Right, but it could also be Mrs. Right, whatever you're looking for, you know? So 
with whomever you're trying to build a closer connection with, also remember that you are teaching them how to love you properly. So what are you teaching them? When I figured this out, that it wasn't the job of anyone else, like my mom, the kids, my partner, to make me feel a certain way, I literally felt a weight lifted from me. And I feel like I had the power back. And that's why I love the word empowerment, because I literally felt it within my gut, like radiating out of me that... I was solely responsible for it and it made me so happy. My resentment lifted and I was just so excited to love him and love everybody as they are, as a human. And it just makes me so excited to create these types of relationships with people that I meet. (sighs) So (laughs) thinking about my kids, I also know that it's It's not their job to make me happy, (laughs) especially because they're teenagers right now and they're in full, full angst mode. And I know nothing I do makes them happy, (laughs) right? It's the same type of reminder. So I'm actually so curious for them to take the love languages quiz too, so I can start loving on them the best way they need it. Because uh, I love to cuddle my kiddos, but again, they're teenagers now and that's probably not how they want it. But I'm curious to see if touch is in there at all and then I can adjust but you better believe I'm still gonna pinch them (laughs) so what does intimacy look like in your relationship right still talking about any relationship that you're trying to cultivate because even when I say the word intimacy what do you think of I automatically used to go to physical intimacy at first but I've discovered that I can have intimate relationships with people without physical intimacy at all, right? I think of a real good hang with a girlfriend, right? Those can be intimate as fuck. (laughs) We can have intimate conversations that bring us closer than any other physical stuff does. I'm sure there will be hugs and tears (laughs) and laughter, but, you know, it's the conversation that creates the intimacy I think so I get there by asking questions curiosity I say is one of my superpowers don't you know (laughs) and this is a way that I continue to harness and practice it so I ask questions I love to ask questions and then mindfully listen to their answers right again it's how I get good gift ideas but it's really how I create space for other people and Yeah, so even thinking about the questions that you ask um, whomever when, like, you see them, right? It's, oh, how are you, right? The go-to response is, oh, I'm fine. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't believe that. There are so many different other feeling words. Give me something else, (laughs) right? Or, like, how was your day? What did you do, right? Thinking about that, you're only asking them for, like, their schedule. So why not ask again, how are you feeling? How did you feel before your test or presentation? How did you feel after your test or presentation, right? Sure, I care about your schedule, especially with my kids. But even more than that, I care about how you felt while you were doing those things. What you felt during those things. And even, again, how you felt after those things. Did you feel challenged, bored, excited? I want to know about that part of the day and not just the tasks that you checked off. So that's going to let you peek into the heart, (laughs) into their heart, 
and that's where you really connect with people. It also could be because I'm an Enneagram too, so of course I'm going to choose the heart connection, but really when you're trying to create intimacy and connection with another human, that's how you start. So friends, I will leave you with this. Remember that you're not your feelings, so make sure that your language reflects that if you're having a disagreement with a loved one, right? It's not about me feeling mad at you, it's actually because I feel this way because of what I'm thinking, right? And that will release the blame. This is what what makes space for you to fix things together because that's ultimately what we want. And if it's not, well then, that's a different conversation. <laughs> Remember that you teach them how to love you. So how are you showing love to yourself? Go back to the first episode of this month and where I talk about showing kindness to yourself to create more kindness in your relationships. So thinking about the other relationships you have in your life, you can use any of these tips that you want um, to feel more connected with. I would love to know which works for you. So let me know. It's funny because I used to tell people that I hated hugs because I didn't like being touched (laughs) by other people, which is mostly true. It's usually because of germs and Like, I believe in consent, so please ask me before you touch me, right? Um, But it also meant that I was forgetting how soul-healing a good hug can be. So now, oh man, you better believe I hug on purpose. I like to get a good squeeze, really get in there, and I always ask before I hug, right? (sighs) But again, it can be so a soul, soul soul-healing. So if you need a hug or more help with any of your relationships. I have openings for 2020 coaching starting in January. So take a peek at the website um, for more information and to get in touch. I'm also so excited to open up my first edition of my youth coaching scholarship. What, what? So I will be offering my coaching services to a youngin age 16 to 21. As a parent, I know how sometimes I really want to shake my kids and tell them, oh my gosh, you have it so good. You need to talk about your feelings. Why don't you want to hang out, (laughs) right? But at the same time, as a coach, as a mentor, just through my experience and being a real, real feeler as a teenager, I also know that their feelings are so big because they're feeling everything for the very first time. And it's terrifying. And sometimes you just need to talk it out with someone that isn't your parent. I've been doing this type of work with this age group for over a decade, and I'm so excited to offer this through my coaching program. So it will be a six-month thing where we'll meet, talk about life. I'll teach them stress management, time management, feeling management. We'll set goals. We'll network with other professionals. And most of all, I'll let them even know (laughs) this is always where I love to go but I ultimately want them to know that even us as adults we're all just figuring life out and that's okay I look at the kids I've been mentoring over the years and I think man if I knew now what I know knew at their age I'd be unstoppable as fuck so give that gift to your kids this year send me an email to nominate someone you know or if you fit into this age group get in touch Have a happy, happy holiday season. I'll talk to you guys soon.